Hey friends, it's Amber, aka The Adult and Queen, your host of Sip and Sunday, the podcast. I'm an educator and lifestyle content creator helping millennials and Gen Z navigate adulting because hashtag adulting is ghetto. Sunday is a day of rest and self-care, but what you do on Sunday sets the tone for the rest of your week. Grab your favorite drink and sip with me as we talk about various topics related to adulting. Welcome back to another episode of Sippin' Sunday, the podcast. I'm your host, Amber, aka The Adulting Queen. Today, I am sipping a pumpkin spice matcha latte. I hope that you had a great week doing the best that you can being an adult in this crazy world. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. This is a space to talk about how adulting is ghetto, share stories, and gain strategies to navigate adulting. Listen, I did not intend for the ending of season one to be prolonged from July to now, but here we are just doing the best I can do every day. So I greatly appreciate you coming back to listen to this show and being patient as I adult. Yes, I'm the adulting queen, but I do not have this adulting thing 100% together 100% of the time. We are here just figuring it out together. So let me catch you up on life in the past month and a half because these days just zoomed on by. August always feels like a whirlwind for me because when I was working in higher education, I would always be preparing for the school year to begin. This August felt like a whirlwind with actual work, adults and clean things, and A-Day celebrations. I have a full-time job, a part-time job, the adults and queen, and then just trying to be a regular human out here is a job in itself. So managing all the things can be a lot. The birthday month really was amazing, um, and Leo season ended with a bang, so I'm excited to enter my magic year. We are about um a month or so in and I think this year is going to be great I think this is going to be the best year of my 30s yet I started the month of August seeing the one and only Queen Bee which was amazing obviously Uh, my friend and I didn't realize that we were going to be um on the floor that our seats were floor seats um it was cute but I don't think I'd go back to um, floor seats. I want to be in the regular people's seats because people were in front of me. They kept getting their phones in the way. They were just standing, screaming, obviously, because it's Beyonce. So I felt like it was great, obviously. Um, but I would have loved to see more of this show, see the full screen, see the full experience. When I attended uh, the Bruno's Mars concert, he had locked our phones and initially it was a little nerve wracking and weird, but it ended up feeling really nice to be present. I don't think Beyonce would ever do that, but nonetheless, for this concert, it was a privilege to be in the building with Queen Bee and Blue Ivy. I was going to try to go again, but the way the days are acting like they have somewhere to be, I never made the time to look back into the tickets. Um, So the show was great if you missed it you missed it. Um, It was definitely an experience. It was indescribable, but I'm I'm glad that I was able to go. And Beyonce did what Beyonce does and showed out. It was an entire production with those visuals and the outfit changes. Like it was, it was crazy. And I had seen her three or four times before. So this one was, was something. Okay. 
in the adults and queen world i've ended at vegan soul fest in august which was a lot of fun as a vendor shout out to you if you're listening and i met you there i debuted my candles um which are drum roll the adults and queen the adults and king and sipping sunday the adults and queen candle smells like sweet luxury perfect for your favorite adult trying to figure this thing called life out it's cashmere plum scented which is fruit forward and has a cozy warmth that's always inviting it's bright citrus and a touch of black cherry enhances the dark plum heart of this fragrance amber sugar and vanilla based notes reinforce the sweetness of this scent while musk and freesia i guess i'm saying that right add a light earthy dimension uh when i burned this candle i felt like it's perfect for a bubble bath and sipping champagne that is what i felt when i burned it the adulting king candle smells like royalty perfect for your favorite adult trying to figure this thing called life out sweet and sensual top notes of fruity plum and citrus merge with the heart of sultry amber and jasmine resting on base notes of musk and amorous infused with natural essential oils including cypress cedarwood patchouli mandarin tangerine orange sweet nukta tree and divana uh, this one feels like a warm hug. And even though I did title it The Adulting King and it can be seen as the more masculine scent, the ladies have been loving it as well. And it has become a front runner of one of the favorites. Last but not least, the Sippin' Sunday candle smells like brunch on Sunday, obviously. Perfect for all the brunch lovers and Sunday fun day enthusiasts. It pairs well with Sippin' Sunday, the podcast, which you are tuned into right now. This sparkling blend opens with notes of tangerine and peach that make for a juicy pairing. Base notes of sandalwood and pedigree provide a sun-kissed splash of warmth that mellows out this effervescent ambrosia. Infused with natural essential oils, including pine, citronella, and pedigree. This one really smells like um, a bellini, a peach bellini. That is exactly what it smells like, or like a mimosa. It's is great it is everything that i imagined the sip and sunday candle would be and like i said the adult and king is becoming a front runner but i love them all so make sure you head to my site to get your candles and use code it's lit aq for ten dollars off before october 1st the candles are for pre-order now and they'll begin shipping on november 1st the last date to order to get it in time for the holidays will be december 8th i'm just very excited to have created those because the people have been asking for a while and here they are and then last in August, um, obviously the best day ever, A-Day, uh, for my birthday, I had a Spongebob-themed birthday party, which was amazing. You can go to my TikTok and Instagram. Um, it's the adult and queen for some photos and decoration recaps. My friends really came dressed in a theme, which I wasn't sure everyone would because Spongebob isn't everybody's favorite. However, it has been mine since middle school. I had a Spongebob room growing up. I had a SpongeBob bathroom in grad school, and I am semi considering where in my house I can put SpongeBob things, but I haven't I haven't figured out the spot yet. It was just uh, really nice for my party to have a genuine good time with friends from all different parts of my life in my house. It was the first time I used my backyard. My poor friend Nakaya, she was out here fighting for her life with these humongous bugs, but. We got it together. The devil tried to bring us down in the preparation of the backyard, but all in all, A-Day was a success. And thank you all for the love throughout the month and beyond. And that's pretty much what I had going on in August. Um, yeah, September has been pretty 
not slow, but like I've been trying to relax and do less, but doing less just, it's just not in my um, DNA here, but we're working on it. We are working on it, but that's the recap of what you missed in the past month and a half with The Adults and Queen. Okay, listeners, quick break. Did you know that The Adults and Queen is going to be five in January 2024? That is super crazy to me as I have been doing this for that long, but also very exciting. Very glad that the audience has grown, the merch has grown, the offerings have grown, and it can keep growing if you decide to become an AQ fan for as low as $5 a month on my Patreon. You get access to exclusive content like journal prompts, past tip and Sundays, reflection sheets, all these things that will very much help you navigate adulting and you overall will just be supporting what the adulting queen has going on with maintaining the podcast, booking events, um, merchandise, travel adventures, all the content creation, literally everything that the adulting queen has to offer. Becoming a Patreon will help continue moving that forward because the adulting queen is not full-time yet. Thank you so much for my AQ fans, Julia, Tamara, Sixto, Sean, and Lauren for your continued support in the Adults and Queen. If you would like to become an AQ fan, you can head to my Patreon. It's the Adults and Queen and the link will be in the show notes. Now, carrying on to why you're really here to talk about managing grief. I had a poll on my Instagram for this episode's topic and it was between this or buying a home. I think I'll do the buying a home topic as a virtual event in the future because there's so much to say there. I want you all to be more prepared than me through that process because it was a journey for sure. Um, And I'm coming up on a year already this week, which is wild. And I don't regret it. I know there's like tons of jokes and memes about like renting versus owning and like the prices of things, but I don't regret it. Um, There have definitely been some like bumps in the road in the past year. But again, I don't regret it for me, for my life, where I'm at right now. It was a good decision, which might not be true for everybody else. But if you do want to own, it's possible. Uh, If you don't, that's fine as well. So when I used to think about grief, I just thought about people passing away or losing someone. But now in, you know, these years of adulting, I realized that there are so many different forms of grief and it hits you in waves. I'm not sure if people can ever truly heal from certain grief, more so you adapt around it and find healthy ways to manage it. Aside from the loss of someone, grief also shows up when you think of what could have been for your life in many different scenarios. The most significant people I lost earlier on in my life were my grandmother in 2006, uh, my two uncles, but I honestly cannot remember which years, but I was like a teen or like early teens. Um, and then I lost my godbrother in 2017. Then the next thing um, I feel like that was pretty significant in my life was that my parents split up when I was 19. And so aside from these moments, there's really nothing super significant that came up for me that was so life altering until we got to 2021. Uh, Looking back now, I'd have to say that for me, 2021 was the year of grief. And something to know about me is that I will just like go through things 
and push through and like, yeah, I might say like, okay, this isn't the best right now. Like it's going to get better, but I won't necessarily sit in how bad or horrible a situation might be until after. And that's why now in 2023, I'm able to like really be like, wait, 2021 was a wild year. So some context, I felt that I was grieving about my life in New York now that I lived in Baltimore because I moved to Baltimore in June 2020. Love Baltimore, having a great time. But at the time, um, it felt just so weird because we were in the pandemic. I wasn't really able to like do things or explore Baltimore. Um, So it just felt like, yes, I live in a new place and I have moved to new places before because I lived in Miami, but the world is different. I'm in a different place. I'm also starting a new job. I'm like trying to, um, like I said, explore somewhere, but we're in a pandemic mess. Also, um, in 2021, my uncle passed away in May. Then I had a breakup in August and then my grandma passed away in October. Uh, so that's a lot all in a short span. I feel like back to back, like in 2021, every month or two, like something was happening. And on top of this, I was grieving my career because I wasn't sure higher ed was it anymore. And to be clear, it wasn't, but it still was a process to work through the feelings and thoughts of something that I had worked so hard at and I am good at, especially when the world can make your career, your identity, when we know that it is not. The pandemic changed a lot for people and created a lot of what could have been moments, jobs, graduations, celebrations, new opportunities, weddings, babies, etc. What we thought would last for a short period of time in 2020 has extended on to three plus years now and still affects our lives. What are some of your what could have been moments? It's okay to miss them or be upset, but you can't stay there. And I was definitely doing that for too long, personally. The good old days definitely seem better in hindsight, but now I know and I am making effort to just create new good old days. But the world for sure is not the same. And it's okay that it's not the same, but I think that some aspects of how it is not the same really are hard to grapple with. Um, because we were so like rushed to be like, let's just get back to normal. Let's just get back to normal. And there is no normal. And I think it's hard when people are still trying to like push through as if what's happening in the world is normal, like not even, um, COVID and pandemic, but just things that have come to light and just how people like operate. It's a crazy place. As I always say, here are some strategies to manage grief go to therapy. That's that's at the top of the list for like everything. Just go to therapy. Even if you don't know if you're going to like it or not, just go and try it out. Feelings are complicated. We can talk to friends or family, but sometimes a licensed professional that is unbiased is better. And everyone is going through something. So it's a delicate balance of managing your own things without taking on too much of someone else's when you might not have the capacity, but you don't want to seem as if you're not supporting a loved one. Spend time with your community. Spending time with people that make you feel like you helps you get back to you. Be honest about what you're going through or how you feel when you're talking to your loved ones and your community. And don't be so quick to say you're okay as a default response, especially when you are not. 
through grief, you'll see who's a true friend, the people who you can just sit and be with. That really means a lot. And this is not to say that if somebody doesn't show up during grief, that they are not your friend. You have to kind of consider like, what does this person um, have that they're holding onto that they might've experienced that might be hindering them being able to show up for you? And on the other side, like how have you expressed what it is that you might need? So again, that difficult balance of like, you're trying to show up for somebody, but we all are going through our own stuff. And it's sometimes very complicated. Practice your hobbies. Uh, For me, me time and self-care is needed. And it's needed for everybody to keep making it in this world. Brunch, taking my little mental health walks, working out and meditating, keep me going day after day. If you're not sure what your hobbies are, just try something until you find something that makes you light up inside. When we really pay attention to like activities we're doing or when we talk about something or when we're talking to somebody or different people, how that makes you feel like paying attention to that will help you be able to find those same things over and over again so you can constantly feel good and be waking up on purpose for a purpose. Allow yourself to feel things. I have a hard time with doing this. I will not lie. I have a hard time. I, like I said, want to just kind of like go, 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 and then be like, we'll deal with it later. But it piles up when, again, it's like complicated feelings or dealing with loss or dealing with like a lot of uncertainty and things like that. But post-pandemic in 2021, like I said, I felt like things were falling apart. And that's when I was like, okay, it's like, okay, not to be okay. I think I just was never the person that had so much happening that it was like greatly affecting me as much as it did. And I always knew like it's okay to not be okay, but I hadn't experienced so many things like that in a short um, span of time. So I felt like before it was like one chaotic situation at a time that was manageable. 2021, not manageable. So allow yourself to feel all the feelings with whatever you are experiencing. Accept that this is a part of life. What is our slogan here? Adulting is ghetto. So we just roll with the punches. Life is not all sunshine and rainbows. So when we embrace that, um, some parts are not going to be so great. It just helps us manage it a little better. It's a bad day, not a bad life. It's a bad circumstance, not a bad life. It is one part of your story that is going to overall be amazing. But we have to sometimes have some of these difficult challenges that sometimes help us just propel to where we're going to be but in the moment you don't want to hear that but when you are preparing healthy good habits for yourself like daily you are able to kind of like have a different mindset when you're facing challenges or something that will lead you to grief do not do these things when you're navigating grief. Do not try to self-medicate your emotional pain away. Do not avoid the pain that you feel. Do not hide yourself away from your friends and family. Don't focus on regrets, choices you made, or past actions you've taken. Do not make major life-changing decisions. Um, again, I feel like when you just are 
trying to put yourself in a better place overall like holistically for life when something bad happens or something negative it is so easy to just revert back to those negative habits but you really have to do your best to not do that because you'll set yourself back and then for some reason again even if that does happen like you will come out of the situation on the other side better but when we are proactive when we're every day trying to make small steps to change our mindset and our overall mental well-being helps significantly grieving is a journey and can be lifelong we just become more aware of our triggers and we find ways to better cope and being proactive in our feelings as i mentioned and i just keep mentioning that because i feel like that part is so important I know for myself, when I see a funeral procession, that I might need a moment. Anytime, like you're on the highway or the um, regular roads, and you see like all the cars lined up and the little flashers and the hearse, yeah, that's that's I'm no good for me. Like I can't even try to express it, process it right now as I'm saying it. I'm like, yeah, no, not a good moment for me because I think about my grandma's funeral and us driving there and being in that like long line of cars to get to the funeral. Uh, Fourth of July, I'm always thinking about my godbrother because that's a time that we usually would spend together when he was visiting from South Carolina. And instead of trying to just brush past how I feel or think I shouldn't be feeling this way because it was like so long ago or like I just need to get over it, I just try to do my best to sit in it and breathe. Some just reminders, overview of things that we have um, talked about today. You need to understand that your process is unique to you. And that's literally in everything in life, but we have such a hard time because of social media, because of comparison, because of other people not necessarily understanding fully how we feel. And they might like tell you again, get over it or like brush it off, but everything is unique to you. There are basic like tools and standards we can use to try to figure out like how do you want to navigate certain things, but anything that has to do with you is unique to you. Realize that sometimes life is meant to be this way. Um, Life and death is just unavoidable. That is what happens, but it doesn't mean that it hurts any less. But when we accept that that is just a part of life, not our whole entire life, again, not a bad life, you will be able to keep going and make it through. Supporting yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically, everything really ties into each other. Like the days that I don't take my walks or I don't work out or I don't like meditate or just stretch, like the whole day just feels off. Um, and for almost, I think like now two to three months, um, I made a goal of like, I'm going to work out or do some type of movement at least three days a week. And I think I only missed like one week in the past two to three months. And the initial part, it was difficult because it wasn't a habit yet, but once it became a habit, it just was like second nature that I did it. So be kind to yourself and give yourself grace and give yourself patience and don't try to like just jump and do a million things at once start with like one small thing and then add something else and then add something else so that you are well and taking care of yourself and that's even about what we're eating what we're drinking like i know if there's a drink i'm gonna have it and it's difficult for me to like set boundaries for myself on drinking just because it's so social. I love a good mimosa. You know, I love a good drink. I just like trying different cocktails. So I'm, I'm going to try to not drink on the weekdays 
pray for me. But that is something that is helping me physically to um, emotionally be well. Because, you know, when you're drinking and stuff, it affects your mental, it affects your body. It's a lot. So sorry for my, my short rant of me thinking and processing about what I need to do. But support yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically. And two uh, resources that I found on Instagram, one of the pages somebody actually recommended when I was posting questions and stuff about navigating grief for this podcast episode. Um, so two Instagram pages are in un- words. Two Instagram pages are Untangle Grief and Option B. Um, so they just post resources, motivation, quotes, um, stories, just for you to know like you are not alone and you can definitely do this. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Sippin' Sunday. I am super grateful for you tuning in. I'm not going to lie, this episode was hard to write um, because I just had to think about my own grief and things that I've experienced. But here I am eating the frog. Again, I really appreciate the people that did reach out and they were like, hey girl, like, where's the podcast? Like, we missed we missed the episodes like what's going on here so thank you thank you very much for your continued support again and make sure that you share the podcast with a friend that needs some motivation navigating adulting every and anyone can get something from this podcast and the adulting queen overall because we are all adults just trying to figure this thing called life out for more content and to become an aq fan head to my patreon www.patreon.com backslash the adulting queen you'll be supporting the podcast events content creation adventures and just standing in solidarity that adulting is ghetto you can find me on social media at the adulting queen on facebook linkedin instagram tiktok very branded here everything is the adulting queen you can find me there also on youtube and my website is theadultingqueen.com You can purchase the merchandise and candles there. The holidays will be coming soon, if you can believe that. I went into Big Lots, and they already have Christmas stuff out. I'm sick of this. Like, please, this is too early. But uh, if you are somebody that likes to prepare for the holidays, stay tuned because the Adult and Queen will have gift boxes for the holiday season. Our song for this week is Just Fine by Mary J. Blige. No time for moping around, are you kidding? And no time for negative vibes because I'm winning. It's been a long week. I put in my hardest. Gonna live my life. Feels so good to get it right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Sip and Sunday. If you enjoyed this episode, like, subscribe, follow, and leave a review on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple. Tag the Adult and Queen on all social media platforms with the hashtag AQ Sip and Sunday.